What it is, ho? Oh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Any Last Words podcast. Oh, my God. Um, yo, like, what do you be doing, like, right before this joint? Like, I feel like you, you meditate for, like, a hot 45 seconds before you, like, get up, hop on this joint. Uh, no, I... I no, no, no! I don't meditate before. I meditate. The very first thing I do in the morning is meditate. No, I know. My what I what I'm saying is, I feel like you take. I don't know how long it maybe takes for my message to get to you for you to join. Right? No, no, it does. <laughs> no, no. It's like a second long. To be honest with you, uh, I I try my best. I was actually having this conversation with RJ the other day. Is just like how I like to go about things. We uh, we were talking about a hypothetical wedding. We were talking about like his like his wedding. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A wedding that he he had spoken at and how it just like it just didn't really go well <laughs> and uh and, and just and just speeches so we had that talk or whatever a couple podcasts ago about fears and how public speaking is is one of the biggest fears for people yeah is that for uh, is it for rj uh absolutely oh wow for sure and, it's, and, <laughs> and, and, and for and for and for a lot of people especially when you're not prepared to do so so, so I could see something like this, like a forum like this, being an, a very big issue for a lot of people if not prepared. So, when yeah. you say if if I'm like necessarily like meditating or something before, or what do I do before? That's some, actually a some, good. That's that's actually some breathing good. practices. Because because I know what you do. Just wake up. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, it's a. I, it's I'm gonna approach this the same way that I, I told him I would approach that is. I hate preparing for stuff. I absolutely okay. hate it. Absolutely okay. hate it. I because I know I know where my strengths lie. And I know <laughs> that I, I feel as though I'm gonna hinder those strengths if I try to prepare too much. Is I it, want I want everything to be com- as as organic as possible. So I, I honestly wish I didn't even I wish the shit just started. I wish I didn't even know this shit like happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you think it's possible? Like, is there anything maybe, I don't know, in this life that you feel like is worth preparation? Okay, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna try to play me. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Is there any... Think of, hold on. No, I need you to, to take a second. I need you to pump the brakes and think about what it is you just asked me. Is there anything in this life that I okay. think is worth preparation? Let me, let me yes, rephrase. Do, what 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 is what do you think is worth preparation in your eyes? Um, and don't say don't say I'm done like food prep or nothing like that. I was gonna say birth. I was gonna say birth of okay. a child. Okay. I think okay. that the, I think that there's quite some preparation that, that should probably go into that. All right. Um, ha- raising a child. I, I mean, even though you know they say it's just something, and you you could speak to this more, and I could something that you kind of like learn on the go. It, it is. There's nothing that's there's like, no there's no preparation yeah, at all you, that, you could do because you don't know how that how that little person's gonna come out. Like you don't. Right. You know what I'm saying like it is. It's really it's really a learning process, and I'm I'm still learning. Right. Okay. Okay. So maybe not necessarily prepping for this hypothetical child because that's also a hypothetical. It's an unknown personality, right? It's an unknown being that you're dealing with. Yeah. But maybe so more so prep on your end. It's sort of like before you get in a relationship with someone. Like people want to do the work on themselves, uh-huh. make sure that they're in a good spot before they go off and deal with this hypothetical person. Uh-huh. You know what I mean, so that they could be in a in a better spot to facilitate that in whichever in whatever way needs to be done. 
I feel you. You you know what I'm saying? Like like for instance, me having a child now and 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 then me and then someone, some fairy godmother coming and telling me, hey, listen, you're going to have a child three, three years from today, right? There's going to be certain preparation that I can do financially, right? You know, emotionally for myself, mentally for myself, so that I might be in a better space to be able to be this father, right? You know what I mean? That's what I got you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. It's more, it's more so like that. So no, I don't, I don't, I don't really prep. I don't really prep for this. I tell you that through the days I'm going through stuff, I'm having discussions with people. I read a lot. I'm just, you know, always trying to intake content and, and look at, look at things through, you know, different scopes and things like that. Right. Really use like an emotional intelligence and empathy so that I can have some sort of insight on things. And then I just put those things in my back pocket uh-huh. and, you know, I'll text you every now and again to be like, yeah, I think I got something. Like I do think you, I got, yeah. Do you do like research on certain topics that you you know that you feel like you want to speak on uh not so much research unless 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 it, we really need to be speaking fact fact based right you know what i mean on some right unless we really need some facts i mean we if, the thing with with what we do here or what what we've been doing so far is mostly just based on our personal experiences and how we feel about yeah. those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And how we may feel that other people feel about those experiences. You right. know what I mean? But but yeah, if it's something like like I said, the the fe- when we talked about fears, uh-huh. you know what I mean? I do a little bit of research into that and see, you know, and I started to learn a little bit more about the fears that I have, you know what I mean? Through right. doing some research and stuff like that. But no, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not reporting the fucking news, so I don't really, <laughs> I don't really feel that compelled to, to, to do that. If it, now, if it's something that I'm just interested in, like communications, I'm constantly doing research in that. So that just goes without saying. Right. That's just, that's just because it's a passion, but not because I'm about to come and try to speak to you about it. Got you. But you definitely need to answer one of these eight questions that you just asked me. So the first, let's talk about, do you, <laughs> do, do you like to do anything prior? Is there something like a certain headspace or a way? Is there a headspace you like to get in before we do this? And if so, do you do something to get into that headspace? I don't really do much i would like like let's you know let's say i facetime you or something before we do this just to kind of like get us you know slightly on the same accord you know i'm saying Mm -hmm. chop it up for two seconds Mm -hmm. before we hop into this i don't know that might be viewed as some sort of preparation because i don't know like i just i just i just like to do that i like to to hit you up you know i'm saying see what's going on with you you know get ready you know it's just it's i guess it's kind of a prep for me Mm -hmm. a very small prep for me it's it's not that i'm actually doing much because we don't have too much convo or anything but, not at all yeah but it's just you know i call you make sure you're ready things like that yeah. and then like before i go into the app and you know invite you into the pod um i might sit there and just kind of like just you know just just sit there for a second maybe take a couple of deep breaths just you know Okay. Get myself going like that, but nothing, nothing too out of. Uh, so, so what, is, I, well, so what does that do for you? Uh, I don't what know. are you getting? Are you getting centered? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I feel like I'm getting, I'm getting centered. I'm getting ready to, to, to talk for for an extended <laughs> period of time. <laughs> right. Um. You know, just I want to make sure, try to make sure my mind is clear yeah. um, because I have, I know what topics I want to speak on, but I want to just make sure that my mind is clear and I'm just, I'm just ready to go. 
you know right. and it's not that that takes a long time or anything it's just you know it's like a like a 30 second process yeah um but yeah we kind of spoke about it on the on the very first one that we did mm-hmm. about us how we know each other how long we've known each other you know what i mean just like speaking to our friendship and our own our own ways of expressing why we want to do this but i think that we kind of like left some holes and i was actually thinking about it uh-huh. in conjunction with something that i did want to talk about and so to start off why do you think like let's really break down like why you think like this dynamic works because i just think about my crazy ass mind and the way that it works and just like how how artistic it is and i and no matter what like relationship you're in with with anybody it could be you know someone in your family you know your your people at work girlfriend boyfriend whatever it is you play a role you play you always playing a role no matter where you go so i want you to speak to like <laughs> what you think and you may not have really thought about this too much so it'll be nice to see like on the fly what you think your role is versus mine here in the like in this form when we when we have these discussions like why do you think this works it takes some sort of arrogance narcissism some sort of or extreme confidence to think you know that when i <laughs> when i speak someone's gonna want to listen it, it takes some sort of confidence for that so what mm-hmm. is it about us specifically that you think brings that in, in our in our roles in that well one of the words you just used i was definitely going to apply to you um you do have a lot of confidence mm-hmm. and that brings a certain energy to the table um and that's not to say that i don't have a ton of confidence but i know that there are a lot of things that you're probably more willing to bring to the table than I would. So it kind of brings something out of me and, you know, where I have to respond to certain (laughs) things that I don't know that I necessarily use as a topic or, or right. Right. Um, You, you wouldn't initiate it, but then I kind of like lasso you in and you're like, Oh shit. Well now they're okay. (laughs) Here we go. Like, what am I going to do now? (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, um I think that's I think that's one of the dynamics that definitely helps this podcast. Um it it you know, it allows me to like I said open up on yeah. certain things that I normally wouldn't speak on. Yeah. Um but I also think that like I, I you know, I probably said this in the in the first pod. Um I think that you know, me and you we just have this level of of sync um mm, that yeah. is really really good for something like this. We have a a pretty deep connection just mm. from the the years that we've known each other and the time mm. that we've spent together um even before that even before we were living together mm. um so i think that that connection it it one it may, we've got hella memories behind that behind right. this friendship um so there's there's plenty of content just based on our personal lives and things that we've been through together um and i think that me and you generally we just we just have fun you know what I'm saying? Right. Even when the even when this even when a conversation like this isn't being recorded, like because you know, how many how many times have I told you when we were just speaking on the phone and I'm like, damn, this is good podcast content. Yeah, we definitely like, should have, yeah, definitely should have recorded. Just think about it, we could have been recorded for Ah, oh, I told you that. Like I think when we did like the first and second one, I was like, nigga, we could we could have been doing this for years. <laughs> like we could have been there's yeah. just so many stories that have just slipped past our fingers. Like, yep. but you know what I mean? And it's going to take conversation and like those little sparks where it's like, oh shit, 
remember this thing? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah, but, it, yeah. but yeah, it'll, it'll come, come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it's so funny because like I think I was telling you like that whole like year when Justin was just taking them elbows. <laughs> like we could have we could have had a weekly a weekly just a weekly Justin story. Like so so so, so for anybody listening. We have an acquaintance, all right. Well, now his name is there. His name is Justin. <laughs> all right. See, I. You know what? By the way, I. It's been brought to my attention, and not just recently, but it, it's. You know, you just like learn things, and you think you've learned it, and then, you know, there's like levels to this shit. There's levels to learning things, and you like you hear it, or it's presented to you later on in life or in a different, you know, position in your life, and then you learn it on a deeper level. Um, People just keep trying to just fucking pound it into you that this is the... Yeah, so as much as people think that I'm just an asshole that does not consider other people's feelings a lot of times when I speak because I'm forward and I, like, try to be truthful a lot of times, um... I'm pretty. I've been pretty considerate with giving people aliases when I when I tell a story. Oh wow! On this, <laughs> here comes the nice guy, Keon. Yeah. So Justin taking all these fucking L's that year, and what's funny is you know he's still taking L's. But anyway, whether I said his name or not, it's not like it doesn't nigga, really matter. This nigga would have still known that I was talking about him. Oh, he so. he would have known. But then just imagine that people actually start listening to the dumb shit that we talk about. And then it's like, oh, but anyway, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. It's neither here, it's neither here nor there. What is here and there is that there is a man named Justin we are acquainted with, and he has, as far as I mean, luckily there in, are in, there are what? several thousand. There, oh my goodness! In the world, I was going to be named Justin. That was it. No, why my would... name my name was supposed to be Justin. You know what? My, you had John, oh my Julian. God. You had John Julian, supposed to be Justin, and then Jade. But instead, now you have John Julian Earl Jade. <laughs> Especially when you have like John and Jade were both born in like I think they're in like June or July, and then it would have been Justin and Julian in January. But you know, you know what that reminds my, my, me of? My dad was like, "Nah, fuck that, Earl, bro." <laughs> <laughs> so here I am. You, you know what that reminds me of? Mm, no. It just just off the J, just off the off the letter J, off the letter J. I can't I can't get it. That time when when uh, <laughs> when you when you, your boy Jake came through. Oh, you so stupid. <laughs> Jake. Wait a minute, you when you mean Jake? You talking about with Alexis? Yes. <laughs> ah, that's so funny. Oh man, yo, I don't know on? why. Oh, I don't know ahead. why that story is stuck with me that's all so this funny. time. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why that 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 one particular story has stuck with me. Sometimes it's just, it's just weird stuff about our family. I'm sure I got some about yours too. Yeah, <laughs> like just bake, like like baked beans at your at your parents' cookouts. Like to be honest, like to be honest, it's like I don't know if they're really doing anything that crazy, or if it was just I just I I found an appreciation for baked beans when I was a kid at, at your parents' right. you know cookouts or not, or if it was, or if just the baked beans were just synonymous with in your backyard yeah with the with the whole swing set and playing yeah you know what i mean and yeah. playing football and stuff back there I, yeah, yeah. I don't, or, you know when people get smacked in the head with skateboards i don't know ah! <laughs> i don't know that's all yeah and to be honest that's even that's even a touchy subject right now because we've had someone pass so we don't even need to get into that yeah. but yeah dang but speaking about the whole alexis and jake thing 
Uh, and even when she listens to it, she's going to have no idea. Actually, to be honest, I want... I, I'm putting all this out there, and like I said, I want everything to be organic, and I'm in a a deep mood to express, and that is my way. That is my artistic way. That's my artistic avenue. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's why I come off so candid, and I just I, I put things out there because I I can't I hate being the other. I don't like to be the contrary. I don't I do not like. The elephant in the room. I do not like not speaking about things when there are things to be spoken about. I don't like tiptoeing around shit. I I like truth. I love truth. I love to express it in very colorful ways. So that's that's where I come from. Having said that, and since you brought up Alexis, let's combine the two because I got a bone to pick, and I'm gonna start asking all my friends. We're gonna go. We're gonna get to this. Fuck this. There's a joke that runs in my family. It's more so with Alexis and Julian. You may know where I'm going. Okay. <laughs> with Alexis and Julian, uh, the other people in my family get it. When I express it to you, you and RJ completely got it, which I thought was funny because you guys never spoke about it. It had to take Julian and Alexis's joking, brother and sister of mine, for you to to laugh, which then lets me know that you've been in this joke. <laughs> you've been on the know-how, like in this joke for quite some time of okay, Earl, we get it. You're different. You're you're smart. You're intellectual. Your your mind is, is free. Okay. All right. Okay. We need to have this discussion. We need to I'm trying be on to that figure, shit. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, okay. I'll tell you what. I'm going to challenge you. I want you to take those words you just said, you be on that shit, and I want you to articulate it in a way that regular human beings can understand. So go ahead and tell me what Earl being on that shit is. Tell me what this joke is. Tell the people, please. I'm done. Um, it's actually... <laughs> I, now this is this is actually going to be kind of a flex for me right now, um, because I learned this in my sociology class. Oh, um, oh so this is recent news? Yes, just recent knowledge. Um, you do not appeal to dominant ideology. Oh, okay. Um, and what that is is it's what appeals to the masses. It's what seen. It's what is normal um it's conventional yeah things that Mm. you know most people would get into um you kind of are on the opposite end uh, opposite end of that um there's a lot of things that we share as a in a in a uh a universal culture things like uh like marriage not necessarily something that you believe in you know well not 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 that you don't believe in it but it's not something that you're like keen on it's not something that you're like you know going out of your way for um not something that i feel like sometimes you don't see that in uh in your future um okay having children uh that's a lot of people's dreams (laughs) a lot of people (laughs) hop on that mad early some people because they want to and some people because you know shit happens but it's something that you you know you go out of your way to uh to, to 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 pretty much stay away from um, as much okay. as possible, and I mean that might be a little, you know, a little far. By back. by 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 wearing condoms. Yes, yes. What the but fuck? All right, no, just continue. I'm sorry. I said I was going to shut up. Good. Um. So yeah, I think that there's a lot of things that you just that you read into, you do your research on a lot of things that are the normal that you kind of like. Nah, 
this is now this isn't for me but do you but do you think that i am okay because i'm not necessarily going to fight you too much on those things i think that there are ways that they could be worded better but do you think that i am a contrarian for the sake of being a contrarian which i mean just to update the words i mean we could just say do you do you think that i am trolling do you think that this is, do you think that I am acting? No, I, I think that you feel strongly about the way that you are. Um, I don't think that you're doing it, you know, to spite anyone or anything like that. I think that the, that is the, the personality, the persona that you have developed over time. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't think, I think that you could, you probably could troll in certain instances to, mm-hmm. to have a good laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I do the, like to have a good life. I think I for the most part that that's just that's just you. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, all right. I'm just trying to figure this out because because Alexis but it's funny. Little, it's funny. It's something that we can all sit back and laugh at because there yeah. aren't many people that think the same way or along the same lines that you do. So we can point you out and right. and call you different. And yeah. make fun of you because we know you very well. <laughs> right, yes, yeah, we have spoken about this, yeah. That if it came across from somebody else that didn't really know me that well, at that point, you're just hating. <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause, because you don't know me well enough to really just be saying these things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, again, I talked to my little sister about it because we, we were trying to put together Christmas lists. And Christmas lists, as you get older... They become a lot more particular to who you are. It's not just you just want every the toy that all the kids want. You don't just want the Legos and the Connects and the, whatever the fuck else everyone is getting. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the race car tracks. You want what's very particular to you in the life that you've been, you know, uh, I guess sort of uh, building and manifesting right. Right, as, you, as you grow and build. So I told her that I wanted some things and we started talking about like a dream house, like what a dream house for you would look like from the outside, from the lawn, the driveway, the windows, the door, the insides. What, like, can, what I, can I take it? a guess at what yours was? Go for it. Uh, my first guess is somewhere probably where you have a lot of land. Aren't you not necessarily, you know, you have maybe you have neighbors, but they aren't that goddamn close to you that they just walk out and, you know, want to okay. bake you an apple pie. Okay. Um, possibly somewhere on an island <laughs> full of uh, full of mango trees and a hammock. Okay. Okay. That's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> okay. So that is actually um, my, that's my death spot. When I mean oh, that is. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's my, that's my, yeah, that's after I die. That's, that's the place. So when I, when I die, <laughs> hypothetically speaking, Right in a, in a hypothetical the heaven or whatever it would be, yeah, uh, some sort of island, a um, lot of animals, definitely mango tree, mango. So every time I pick a mango, the mango grows right back. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, this nigga, this nigga live on Fantasy Island. You you got that? What the <laughs> fuck? I'm dead. I bet, yes, I'm gonna have whatever the fuck I want if if it's if it's allowed. If I can do that, then I'm gonna do it. If, if it's allowed, <laughs> yeah. Like, what you mean? If you're allowed you know to I mean? manifest whatever you want to manifest, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I just I would probably just have mangoes already peeled and in, in like the juicy ones, not the stale ones. Just already peeled, juicy ones in my hand. I'm no not gonna ever. I, 
No, no. I, when I pick the mangoes, pomegranates will come out. When I pick the pomegranates, mangoes will come oh, out. Oh, wow. Nigga. You just so, so, <laughs> so they just alternate, you know what I mean? Because these are my two favorite. And I don't have to obviously take the seeds out the pomegranate. It's just more so just like a cup of pomegranate comes out. Wow. You know I mean, so I can just take the pomegranate seeds and so, just eat. It's a pomegranate vending machine. Uh, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I want it to not look like a vending machine. I want it to just come. <laughs> I would just like it to just fall out of the sky like uh, yeah. those commercials. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, just rain pomegranate seeds. That'd be nice. Um, <laughs> but no, it's more so if you, it, it's what it's called. I was, I was told by a house decorator that my style is called whimsical. Okay. You like do the research. It, it just means that if you could imagine... If you could, if you could imagine, if you ever seen um, Rapunzel, like right. you ever you read her story or watched the movie or play, you know whatever. Right. Rapunzel's house sits on top of this very long tower. Uh huh. I don't want the long tower. I just want what Rapunzel's house looks like on top. It's like a very big cottage with a castle-like top on it, right? But I want it to be large, kind of large. Kind of, I mean, not even really large. I kind of, want, I kind of do want it to be quaint. But I want every room to look completely different i don't want you to be able to imagine what the next room is going to look like based on the room that you're in now okay therefore it would look sort of like going into alice in wonderland where would where would this what type of landscape would this home be on it would be like in the forest okay yeah it'd be in the forest for sure cool and i and i <laughs> and I, 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 would, I would know how to live off the land I, uh, yeah yeah for sure oh okay and I would just I would just fly fly people in that I want to, and then you know, fly people in, Damn. fly people in, you know, yeah, you know, you know, just have somebody be able to show them like you know through sort of like a safari to get there, oh. or something oh. like that. Yeah, it's all. I mean, but we're talking about dream. When I said this to RJ, he was like, I always thought that like a dream is something that's like attainable. Like when we talk about like a dream car, a dream job, a dream, like these are things that are attainable. He was like, nigga, that you ain't ever getting that. <laughs> he was like, so what do you? And when I think, and, and that's the difference between, uh, that's another difference, is when I think dream, when I go to sleep and I have a dream, ain't none of that shit happening. Damn. So I, I think of, think of what you wouldn't even imagine. When I think of dream, I think of if I can dream it, if I can conceptualize it, if I can think of it in my mind, that is a dream idea for me. Uh-huh. So that's what I'm talking about. No, I don't think that this is something that's, that's going to come into fruition in the next 10 years, but that that's I'm I'm riding with that. All right. Yeah, so that's, that's I don't know. Uh I don't know what my dream house would be. It's not something I I really think about. I know what Antoinette is. She wants a bungalow. Um, which I, which I re- well, well listen, you you're with her. So I think that's all all that really matters is what what, what her dream shit is. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that how it goes with, with women and men? Like, yeah, yeah. A lot of the shit in, in relationships, and I don't necessarily think that it should be this way, and that this is some more of my thoughts, but I think a lot of shit is for the women. No, a lot of it is. Yeah, a lot of the compromise, you know what I mean, is on, is on the men's side a lot. It's just like, okay, well, we want to cater to the things that the women grew up believing or expecting that they were going to have when they when they grew up you know what i mean they want the princess wedding they want the this and the that you yeah. know rj and i were actually just watching a fucking uh commercial the other day it was like for life insurance but it was like these these two white girls i don't know getting married and i don't know it was like it was like really weird but it was just more so like the ideology it was more so like the perception of what it is they were trying to show like mm-hmm. like what is good what is worth fighting for like what you actually want deep down <laughs> Um, so I so I don't really think that your dream shit matters. I think that Antoinette does. 
Yeah, I mean, I ain't really tripping about you know that. You're gonna get her. You're gonna get a nice ring. Oh yeah. You're gonna get a. And you're and you're gonna get a band. (laughs) (laughs) All right. She's she she's going to get the wedding. She's gonna get the flowers. She's gonna get the house. She gets she gets what she wants. That's cool with me. And I, and I think, and I think the conversation on the side is, I, I, I guess you get her. I'm not <laughs> saying that this, I, I don't know. I don't know what the. I don't know how it really goes. I'm, I'm clearly well, on the outside of that. I don't really know how. It, the, how it goes. the way I feel is, I'm really accomplish that goal. Um, oh, hey, look at you. Um, <laughs> see. However, uh, hold on, wait a second. Let's take a moment to say, I've already achieved that goal. I've already gotten everything that I want. So it's my turn to give everything back to her. No, 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 make a mark on my family be just be a be a great dad to my kids um, so you do care about legacy yeah definitely. i mean i understand it's a, it's a very human thing yeah to like self-preservation you want a legacy after you like you want to leave things behind you want your name to carry on in in in, in a good light yeah and that doesn't necessarily mean that you know it's because my kids had kids and their kids had kids not more so in that i just more so Part, I'd say a lot of that is just for me personally. I want to be able to say that I did some shit in this life, and I, you know, I made a way, and I, you know, I came out hopefully on top of whatever it is that I was trying to do, and people can generally remember me for that. You know what I'm saying? And if it generates some kind of profound wealth that I can leave behind for people that I love, then so be it. So you truly care about, yeah, like what, okay, again, yeah, this whole legacy thing, RJ's doing a lot of eating behind me, so don't worry about all the grinding sounds that you hear in the background, but, <laughs> what is this nigga, a wood chipper? Uh, I, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, what is but, this nigga so, doing home? What is, I, I guess he's on, he's on break right now, uh, he's on break and he's just, he's just, he's just, you know, relaxing, RG. enjoying himself, sitting on couch, RG, just, now, 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 now listening to us. All right. Um, all right. But yeah, man, that whole, okay, yeah, I guess so, man. I just, I guess there's, there's just like some bit of, it's like really, really interesting with me because, uh, I mean, have you done any sort of research into like nihilism? Nope. Okay, well, that'll probably come up in your sociology class since you want to be so fucking educated now. I do, but, I do. <laughs> but it's like, I have this like really, really interesting balance between, and that's that's sort of like more so what I wanted to speak on when you were talking about how I'm like, contrarian to a lot of things it's not it's not really that that i'm trying to battle things it's more so that i think that everything is up for discussion i don't think that there's one thing on this planet that is not up for discussion and that there's not other ways to look at it Uh so when people are just like oh yeah like marriage and children and this and that i just like to say well why and why for you that's 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 you know what I mean in in a specific not in a general sense but why for you when I'm speaking to whomever whatever that hypothetical individual may be at that very moment mm-hmm. that's sort of sort of what I mean <coughs> so I mean when you talk about the children thing it's like why why is a very interesting question to ask I I like kids I love kids um, uh, and okay and like okay in that answer alone you liking kids is not a good enough reason to just have first of all nigga how you know there was nothing to follow that up 
No, there was. I heard you talking. I clearly cut you off. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me about how you love kids. Um, no, I, I love kids. Um, it's, I don't know. It's, it's probably just instilled inside of me based on the whole society thing, the whole, the, the way that I was raised, um, mm. and all that. I just, it's, it's, it's kind of weird. I guess it is kind of hard to explain that I do just, I want to have kids. I like, I like the whole, I'm a family person. And then, and then, you know, I guess you can say that you are too, but you obviously feel differently. I'm, I'm a very deeply, yeah, that, that's the thing is, is I'm extremely, I'm extremely passionate person. Yeah. So, so, so that's the thing. It's like, let's not, let's not sort of like take away from that. Right. It's, but, but, but there's still questions to be had when, when, when talking about literally anything. And, and not to say that I got everything down pat because I most certainly don't. And I think that that's, I think that that's where a lot of these views come from is that I understand that I don't understand shit. Uh-huh. I think that that's more so how it comes off. So then I more so, I more so sort of, um, <clears throat> and I want to say antagonize, but oppose those that feel as though they just say things with such conviction. It's mm-hmm. like, no, like this is the way it's supposed to be. And if you and even saying that you understand that from a young age, you've been indoctrinated with all these thoughts and beliefs right through society, through your family, blah, 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 mm-hmm. media, whatever the fuck. Then at the same time, at the same token, you'd have to you, you think it's, it's interesting to me to not oppose that. OK, I realize I am aware and conscientious of the fact that I have just been indoctrinated with all these ideas. As soon as I, as soon as that idea even sparks in my mind. The next part comes of, well, then what are things really like? If, if I understand that I've just been taught this and these things have just been shoved in my face, well, then, hmm, I wonder what things really are. Yeah, I, feel I like wonder. You. I wonder what I wonder what things are if I just t- if I just, you know, peek back and, you know, pull the curtain back a little bit, yeah. which is why which is. And I think a lot of that and I, I've always had like that inkling in life growing up because I've always been, you know what I mean? You grow up. uh I was always, always felt like, I think like Tyler Creed said this too, I always felt like I was way too, you know, black for the white kids because I'm black, you know what I mean? So I always felt sort of felt like shunned then, but then, but the way I was raised in the suburbs and being, you know, introduced to so many things grew up, I always felt like I was a little bit too white for the black kids. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? So, and then not only that, but then compiling me being a middle child and everybody knows like this middle child syndrome of always trying to, you know, like be out there and express yourself because you're trying to, you're trying to find yourself. You're trying to like find some sense of being uh-huh. when you have, when you have the older brother, who's the fucking athlete and the ladies man, and he's the firstborn. So he's that with your dad, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you have the little baby coming. She's the fucking, and it's a girl too. And so she gets whatever and it's a baby, you know, so she, she's got to have that attention. And then you just got this nigga. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So you're constantly, so that middle child, you know, you know, stereotypically is battling for some sort of like identity. Right. So with all these things sort of coming together, I've always felt like sort of, uh, I don't know, like this fucking compelling, just immense, uh, just want and desire to express. And I get really, 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 uh, compelled to do so when i feel cramped do you, do like you, when people tell me i can't do something or i can't say something or or i feel as though i'm in a room with people that won't say something or people are tiptoeing and being 
you know, sort of like tight lipped about stuff, then I just get like this battery in my back. And that's when I like, I kind of go off. And then that's when people are like, okay, Earl, we get it. You're different, blah, blah, blah. It's because because I feel like like, the people I'm around or whatever. Yeah, like we're fucking crammed in a box. Does that ever annoy you when people do that? Does what? it annoy me? Yeah, yeah, it does fucking annoy me. A lot of times, like more so. But but the thing is, is uh, enough enough people don't don't do it. When I go out into the regular world, like I'm 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 like revered for it, right? You know what I mean. But when I go back home, Alexis and Julian, yeah, they start that shit up. And I told you I fucking blew up on them at Christmas because that shit pisses me off. Because you can't you can't joke with that shit all the time or else I don't know or else or else I don't know when you're being serious when you're joking like you know what I'm saying right so so if I want to have a conversation with you and I start using certain words that have more than two or three syllables because I like to read words right right then and, and I start to explain it in a certain you know colorful sort of way then then it's like oh here goes a <laughs> I can't, so then what conversation can I have with you salute then Thanks. what conversation what conversation can I have with you then mm. Uh, of, 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 of real of of real substance. <laughs> that's all. You that's all I'm point. saying. You... That's all I'm saying. So then I'm. So then now I can only have the conversations that you're willing to have that are that you... are at, that are at your depth. Do you feel like I'm not, I'm not down for that? Do you feel like they're unwilling, or they just they they find it hard maybe to take you as you are? Uh, well, well, to be honest with you, salute again. Thank you. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, my brother, he's just not a deep person. Can't wait for him to hear this shit. He's just not. He's just not fucking. He's just not a deep person. Anybody like knows him can like really knows him can tell you that. Um, he's gonna be mad at me. I think he's. I think he's quite surface about a lot of things. Or if he is not, he doesn't go out of his way to express it. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Or, or even not even go out of his way. Even when he's presented with the opportunity to do such, he doesn't really, he doesn't really do it. Um, Alexis, she is a lot more empathetic. So I'm not necessarily going to say she's deep because she's not, (laughs) but but because she can easily uh, empathize or more, you know, easily than Julian can, Uh, she'll, she'll try to hear you out. Yeah, she'll try to understand what you're saying. So I, you know, I can, if I can catch her alone, away from him, we can have <laughs> we can we can have a bit more fruitful of a conversation. Than that's, that's funny. Like, that's funny. That's, that's that's real shit. Like I said, we all have roles. What the fuck? Is, what is what is your role? Like, what do you think your role is in your family? Um, my role in my family. You know what? It's it's kind of changed um, over the years. Um, you know, because. Uh, you know, I had I had a I had a cousin of mine who passed away like what was that, 2012? Um, yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. yeah. And you know, he was kinda like the oldest male figure in our in my in our family. And then there's me. And then there's my brother. Um who Rest in rest in peace to Trump. Yeah, rest in peace. Um and then there's my brother who, you know, he's been in and out, you know, for the better right. part of his adult life. So for the most part, I've watched my family transition after that. And I do feel like I'm viewed as, you know, just kind of like, I feel like when it's all said and done and my aunts and my uncles and my parents aren't here anymore, I'm going to be like that nigga. Like, you know what um, I'm saying? I see. I see. And, 
I can already see it going that way um, just through conversations with my parents about their will and this and that and all that type of stuff. And um, also, like, my cousins, they tell their kids to call me uncle because they don't, you know, they don't have brothers. Um, you know, they don't they don't have truck. He's not here. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like... I feel I feel like my role in my family has changed a lot throughout my life. Um, yeah. And that's just, you know, me speaking on my entire family. But when I'm talking about my immediate family, um, that's taking on like kind of like, do you feel like that's a lot of responsibility? It is. I, that's, it it is. sounds like a lot of responsibility. It, it is. I think about it quite often. Do, um, does, how, what, how does that feel? Nah, nigga, hold on. How does that feel? Like taking, trying to take on that position of feeling like the future you is going to be in that position inevitably, right? Just just due to who's in the family, you know um, what I mean, and, and how things are going right now. How, how like how does that make you feel inside, knowing that eventually you're going to be taking on that role and feeling like you're going to be like the rock for everybody? Um, sometimes it's if it seems overwhelming, just because I feel like, at least currently in the space that I'm at, I don't know that I'm ready for that. So like if if, you know, all my aunts and uncles and my parents would be wiped off the face of the earth tomorrow, I'd, right. I'd shit a brick because I'm right. just like, okay, this is, you know, this is happening. So I'm, right. I'm hoping that, you know, those people are around to still nurture and guide this family for as long as possible until right. I, you know, till I, you know, hopefully until I feel like I'm in a position to where I'm just like, all right, let's, you know. Let's fucking do this shit. I think that might actually kind of correlate with the conversation of being the preparation for kids. Like you were saying, there's no preparation for having a child. Right. You know what I mean? And I was saying, even though I don't have a child, so I can't really speak to it, but I just thought that maybe, you, you know, you could prepare for, for a better you. Right. For whatever for whatever hypo, hypothetical situation would come. And I think it may be the same thing. Like, you, if that would have happened and you'd have to, st- you know, stand up you mean step up at that point i would learn as you know what i mean then you would have to just step up and be that person to learn as you go and i kind of think that it's just kind of same thing i don't think anyone's ever really ready to like see their parents go and then now be that person that's at the head of the table hell no yeah i think i think you just kind of got to roll with it you know there's there's this uh there's this this tweet that I've seen go around and be copied and used by plenty of people, but it really resonates with me. Um, I, I, I think I saw it as recently as maybe a couple of weeks ago, but someone always asks, like, you know, what is what's the worst part about growing up? And I think a lot of people would say, you know, bills or responsibility or shit mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, having to go to work every single day, you know, five days a week, that shit's ghetto. Right. Um but a lot of the answers that I've seen for this is watching my parents get older because right. you, cause you know that, you know, their time is eventually going to come and yeah. you know, it, it might, it might be a while. It might be tomorrow. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's a really interesting concept, whether you're thinking about your parents going through it or you going through it, just the idea of, there is more time behind me than in front of me. Right. I think that's pretty, I think that's a pretty fucking deep thought. That's pretty it is. wild. It is. That's pretty wild. And just seeing like how your parents are navigating, and navigating uh, like their life after they've come to that realization. Right. 
You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. Cause growing up, I mean, I fucking hated my parents. I mean, I mean, a lot of people do, <laughs> but I, I mean, I always felt fucking restricted and constrained. I felt like I couldn't, I didn't have the tools to be able to express myself the way I wanted to. So I didn't understand them. They sure as fuck didn't understand me while I was doing any crazy shit I was doing. So it was just a bunch of confusion, a lot of anger in the house. It was just, it just, it just wasn't good. But then as you get older, I moved out. So now you have distance, which a lot of the times helps relationships. Uh-huh. That's, that's a note. And we need to actually put that down because that's a whole nother conversation in itself. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, now, you know, talking to my parents and like getting to know them on a real nigga level, like we're actually just speaking to each other, like human beings, not just like, I'm your son, you're my dad. Like, and you just get to realize like their fears, their, their anxieties, the things that they constantly think about, their loves, the, the things that they feel like they should have done. You know what I mean? Like it's, you just get you just get a lot deeper, and you know you know I'm having those conversations. I don't know about you, but you know I'm having conversations. Yeah, I don't think mine's are as deep as yours, but we, you know, I have adult conversations with my parents. See <laughs> again, see that's see that's my that's my thing. Like I remember um, recently, my entire it was uh, my yeah my grandma, my two aunts, my mom and dad, my little sister, my brother. And RJ came out with us. We were at Two Silos, the brewery. Uh-huh. And we were sitting in one of those nice little igloos that they had. And I remember saying, uh, I remember saying, you know, one of my dreams is is to have, like, an inebriated experience. Like, I want to get high with you guys. <laughs> I was talking like my mom and my dad, like, wow. like my grandma. And, <laughs> and RJ was sort of like, oh, my God. And, and Alexis was sort of looking over at <laughs> And Julian was laughing like it was like it was like a moment, but I we're talking about roles and families. Do you feel misunderstood, I, Earl? Do I feel misunderstood? Yes. Uh I feel misunderstood. Um sometimes okay, so sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but sometimes I don't give a fuck if I am, and sometimes I really, really, really crave to be understood. So it's like <laughs> there's just a there's just a spectrum. There's just a very big spectrum. I but but that's the thing about me. Like I have a spectrum. So it, before you were talking about like my my this persona that I've created about being a contrarian, I'm everything. I I I I understand this on a logical level and also feel this on a deeper like metaphysical level that I am just everything and nothing at the exact same time. All right. So there, so you talk about like this confidence that I have, you spoke about in the first 10 minutes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Great. And then there are other times when I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't think that I'm really worthy of shit at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. Um, times where I want to go out and talk to everybody times where I don't want anyone talking to me because I just feel judged. There's I, like literally any 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 spectrum that you can put on the board. I've, I've I feel like I've I've touched, I've touched all points of those spectrums, and that's real shit. All right, I, I like I know, it. Yeah, man. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I'm dead serious. But but as far as like the role in that story is, I I just feel as though I'm I am the person that. W- I mean, what's interesting is you you could think about this if you just look at your family as like as a system, which it is, mm-hmm. and everyone's important in that system. So you could take away any part of that system, and now you go back to Thanksgiving, and something is lacking. Something isn't there, right? Right, and and you feel it because it's been there. You know that the functionality of that wheel 
the functionality of whatever that mechanism is, whoever that person is, right? Whatever that person brings to the table. Uh-huh. I feel like for me, and this goes for, I mean, mostly any circle that I put myself in is I think that I'm the person that sort of push. I think I'm, I'm the mechanism that makes people uncomfortable or talks about the things that people don't want to talk about. Absolutely. Gives, like the insight or, or the, the vantage point that people don't want to talk about Absolutely. or in a way that they can't talk about or whatever the fuck. And I feel like that's a very, very important cog in the wheel. So what about you families what I mean? that don't have that cog? The families that don't have it, you, you see it. I talk to people all the time that talk about families the way like they don't, they do not talk about things that are deep or that are going to rub people the wrong way. It's like literally everyone just walking around on eggshells every time they come together. Fuck that shit. <laughs> For I see right now, I'm, I'm getting that battery in my back I was just talking about because I feel because I feel the constraint when I talk about it. Fuck that shit. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. When you guys, when, I, when I'm just like, just absent from the chat for a week, that's what it is. I just, I, I like, I want us to talk about our feeling. When was the last time somebody just came in the chat and was just like, yo, this is what I'm going through in life. Shit is kind of rough. Like, and then we start giving our insights and, you know, empathize and start talking about, it's never that. And it's cool. I get it. There has to be a balance, but I don't think that there's a very good balance. That's all I'm saying. It's nah. just nothing but Twitter videos and laughing at shit and <laughs> talking about this person, talking shit about this person. Like fuck that shit. I I, I and now I understand. I come now. I'm coming off as a person. We can go back to this. This this theme in this episode is fucking hilarious. But we can we can go back to the okay, Earl. We get it. Fuck that shit too. Because right now I'm on the spectrum of feeling myself and having that confidence. So fuck that. Okay, right. we, we there there has to be some real. Now I I feel as though a lot of this was pushed forward when I started to do a lot of psychedelic drugs. Like when I started when I had my very first like mushroom experience down in Florida, and you know when I started doing uh, a lot more like tabs of acid went back up here and stuff like that, and having like these sort of ideas and these thoughts. But it's like I I just I just revel in the truth. No matter I, I revel in feeling. So even if it's something that like makes you feel like sort of cringy or angry or sad, like those, I, I still love that shit. You know what I mean? Because it's uh-huh. still, because it's still real. You're still not, there's still not that big elephant in, in, in the corner of the room. And we're just, you know, just acting like it's not fucking there and just talking about a bunch of other shit that we don't really care about. Like it's just, I can't do it, bro. I can't do it. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. It's not me. It's not me. And and I and I've been very very vocal with family members and friends about if 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 that gets to a point where like you don't appreciate it or like that's just not you know it doesn't make you comfortable. That's not what you're about. Then like that's fine. Like you don't have to fuck with me. But that's but that's who I am. I'm not fucking. If anything, it's only gonna grow. I'm only working to have that shit grow. Uh-huh. So niggas better buckle up. Like. <laughs> That's it. I'm dead ass, nigga. I'm 29 years old. I still have more time ahead of me than what is behind me. Right. So we about to get it, pop, nigga. Five years from now, ten years from now, come back. Let's see what's up. All right. This is all. This is all saved. It's all recorded. Mm. I know, man. This documentation is wild. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I could, could be completely opposite, and I gotta look back five years from now and be like, "Yo, that nigga was wild. What the fuck is wrong?" <laughs> What <laughs> like, the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Like, relax. Man, like, it's not man, that serious. Like, this nigga gonna be married with five kids in a, in a house ooh, that he has built. Ooh, 
I don't, nah, I don't, I don't, yeah. I've gotten, I've gotten quite cynical about the yeah. being with someone. Being a regular nigga. Being, uh, living a regular a, life. I, oh my gosh. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. That's, I think, that's right. where you're going to be. I think that I'm, I think that I'm, okay, if don't do this. I think that I'm quite regular in a way. I think I'm quite regular in a way as well. Okay. So we don't gonna, have to get into go. that. I'm just saying. <laughs> Listen, man. Before, before I just got one, one big thing because there've been like a million things I want to speak about, uh-huh. and, and I could go on about this stuff we've been talking about for a long time. Um, but just so we don't just get too stagnant, <clears throat> bro. <laughs> all right. First of all, all right. Let me let me ask you this because this is gonna be a good segue into it. This is gonna be a long one. Hold on. <laughs> oh my god. No, no. Hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on. Just relax. Just relax. Tell me what you think. Because we're talking about like the arrogance or, or sort of like overconfidence that it that it takes to think I'm going to speak. People are going to listen. Right. Uh-huh. Which is clearly there's some bit of that happening here. So, what is it communicationally that you think that you have? That's it. That's the question. Like, what is it communicationally, skill, talent, whatever, that you think that you have that 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 would people would flock to? That is alluring. Um, let's see. Well, you know what? I think that one. I think that I'm easy to talk to, and that it's weird because I guess most people are going to be listening to this in a sense. But I think right. that I'm someone that that you know when I speak, it's um. One, it's relatable. Um, okay. And two, I think um, I think people. Okay. I'm, I'm just some. Per- I'm, I'm a person. I think people will actually listen to, and it's not because you know my my views are a certain way. Okay. Um, um, I just I just think that. Stop like, telling me what it isn't, nigga, and tell me what it is. I'm I'm trying to <laughs> compile a very thorough statement here because um, this is coming fresh off the dome. I okay. Think- All right. Matter, matter of fact, th- I'm glad that it is. I want such a uh, such a concise answer that I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it to this thing, mm-hmm. and then I want you to answer afterwards. I was talking to a girl the other day, and she was telling me how, and I've heard this quite quite a bit from women that she thinks that most of the dudes and actually to be honest she even specified and said black dudes mm-hmm. she said most of the black dudes that she talks to are dry and stale <laughs> and do not know how to keep up good conversation right okay this is now i you know me i start thinking like really really deeply about this mostly because the person in which i'm talking about was dry as fuck so i'm looking at her like bitch like you're fucking stale Right. Like, and like she, there would be times where if I chose to stop, clearly I can just continue to speak and just in life, I could talk for the next 80 years uh-huh. and not stop. She, there would be times where I would choose to stop talking to see the work done on her side, just to see what it was exactly she was going to bring to the table if I decided to stop speaking. Uh-huh. I would stop speaking. To, what do you think she would do? I, I, what would you, what do you think she would do? This very this if, particular if, if, girl. This particular girl. If I stop curating the vibes for the discussion, what do you think that she did? Uh, I don't know. Actually, what's wrong with you? Okay, what would you do? 
If a girl stopped talking, what now? What, what do you do? Is this is this? Are we face to face or is this via text? Like FaceTime. FaceTime. Um, if if that girl just stopped talking, I yeah, I, she 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 well, got to the she got yeah she she like you said some shit and then you stopped talking, and 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 then she she said something and just stopped talking. But but like what she said wasn't necessarily substantial enough for you to for you to to you know sort of I'm, tear I'm off. I'm probably of it. going to try to stare the conversation somewhere else to probably maybe get that person going and right. see how long that will last before I get annoyed. Okay, and so then, that's not what she did. What she did, and this is clearly some new age shit, was and I gotta I gotta have you sort of like visualize this. She started looking at me. As if it wasn't a FaceTime, but it was in fact her looking at herself via Snapchat using different Snapchat filters. I know that this sounds really weird, so it's probably hard to imagine. She started to do the duck face, uh, started to started to raise eyebrows, started I to got just do different facial expressions in the lull of conversation as if that was conversation. <laughs> that's weird. It was weird. As, <laughs> thank you. That, oh, thank that's you. weird as shit. That's the point I'm trying to get across. It was weird as fuck. Yeah. Like she wasn't she like there would be a lull in the conversation. Due to me purposefully allowing that lull to manifest, right? Because yeah. I just wanted to see what she would do after she said that guys are dull, right? So I wanted to see what she would do, right? I wanted to see how undull she was. I right. wanted to see how bright she was, right? And she would just sit there and just start making like little faces and stuff like that. Like, I, like, like I was a, a camera. That's weird. And I was like, what the... And then I'd have to try to again rev up some conversation. And again, she did she wasn't even like, do you know what it's like to tell 15 good jokes and 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 then the person you're telling them to say things like, What? What is that? <laughs> what is it? What do you mean by that? What's that supposed to mean? Like, <laughs> like 15 good ones? Damn. <laughs> because the, because when I joke, I usually make, and I'm having a conversation when I usually make references to things we were talking about prior in the conversation, uh, right? Or things like that, you know what I mean? That'll be funny. And she's like, huh, what? And I'm just like, remember seven minutes ago, we were talking about this. It's a reference to that and the way that this, oh, okay, yeah. Like, it's, it sounds it's, like she wasn't really listening. Well, well that, that's a huge part of conversation and not being so dull. Right. It, it's just listening. But I, what I'm saying is I just really didn't appreciate the the accusation of guys being dull when she was in fact dull it was that lack of self-awareness that made her feel as though i guess men are just supposed to jump through hoops hula hoop do the macarena and tell jokes all at the same time like (laughs) i don't want to that's not how conversation is like if it's a dance yeah you don't get on the fucking dance floor with somebody and expect, them, and expect them to just do it. Yeah. It takes two to tango. Exactly. So if, like, you're not helping me, don't say that I'm dull. You're, no, th- this situation is dull. Like, because you're dull. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that was just, so now, again, what is it communicationally that you feel like you have 
that doesn't make you dull, that would make people want to listen to what the fuck you have to say, because I can promise you this, she could not do a podcast. <laughs> so you tell me the difference between you and her. That's what that's what I'm getting at. Well, I, I actually give a shit. I listen when people speak. <laughs> that's, um, a great, that's a great start. Yeah, I, I give a shit. I listen when people speak. I actually um, give a shit. Yeah, man. Because yeah. clearly she didn't. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> clearly you were just another another male in this life that right. she happened to be on the phone with that day. And right. I'm sure she's had better conversations with other people. Maybe yeah. something, you know, maybe just what you were saying didn't spark her interest. And just, that's not just and that's yeah, not just a, that's not to say that's something bad on you. It was just um, an honest. It's just an honest disconnect. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Pretty much. It's not. It's not necessarily anyone's fault. Yeah. I myself, okay. I think I can hold a conversation. I think that when you know when I talk people do listen I think that when I talk to people I show that I care what they're talking about I also you know what I also find that a lot of people very easily confide in me even people mm. that I don't know people just you know you, know, you ever you know you ever meet somebody and you're talking to them and then they just start telling you everything about their lives yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, even you know, in in a like, do you do you attribute that more to them just do having a, like a, a cry for help, or more so you being that relatable, down to earth, comfortable sort of? I guy? think it can come from either direction. Both. It can be both. Yeah, yeah, it can, a bit of both. It can right. be both. Um, because I I allow it. I sit there and I allow them to do that, even though I won't really. I may not care, you know, tomorrow. Um, right. But I I allow them to. So maybe vent or use me as an outlet. Um, so yeah, and I, I think that a lot of I think a lot of people like that about me, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, that, I mean, that's a very when you talk about likable qualities. I mean, that's definitely is <laughs> definitely up there because there's nothing worse than you speaking to someone and you feel as though they don't give a fuck about what you're talking about. And you want to know what's funny? It's like sometimes you can tell when oh that's the case. Oh my god, you can! Oh. And it's and it's just like, okay, oh. do I shut the fuck up now? Or oh, 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 I shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, I shut. The, oh, it's when so you demoralize, you can just oh. tell somebody is really not listening oh. to you. Oh, it's so it's so bad. It hurts. <laughs> It hurts because it's like you kind of see like their eyes are darting uh -huh. around, like they look they're looking past you, like they. They're just clearly not actually intaking the information or whatever it is that they have to, or they could be looking at you. They could be doing like the right things as far as like looking at you and shaking their head. Uh -huh. But then when it comes time for them to say something, they say something that is not quite of a valid response yeah. to what you just said. So you're like, okay, you're not really, yeah. you're not really here for this right now. Like you just, and, and, and you know what? I'm probably, I'm, I'm certain that I've been guilty of that. We all have, we all have, I, I actually think it hurts more when I catch myself doing it. Oh, really? I, I, it hurts me more. Yeah. Not when someone doesn't give a fuck about what I'm talking about, but when someone's talking to me and it could be like at work, but, but see that, I, that cause, cause when someone, when, when someone has my attention, if we're out somewhere and it's just me and that person we're talking, I, I try my very best. To give that person my utmost attention, I because I feel what they're saying, I empathize. I'm like really deeply rooted in the things that people say to me. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Um, and that has something to do with just like my my love for story. But I, I just love it. 
But when I'm doing something, I'm at work and there are like a million things to be doing and someone's trying to have a talk with me and I can't necessarily give them 100% of my attention. And so they kind of catch like that antsiness, like my feet are kind of pointed away in which I wish to be walking or my, or, or my you know, body language. That's so funny. Or, or my, eye, my eyes start, you know, looking at me like my eye, something catches my eye and I look past them for a second or, you know what I mean? I just seem like I'm not quite there. I'm just... and, then, and then I see them see that in me uh-huh. and then, and then they cut the conversation short and walk yeah. away. I'm like, I'm like, fuck. I just they I just did it and they and they saw me doing it uh-huh. and that I don't like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to imagine your face being looking at this person but your feet being at like a 90 degree angle. Body, body, body language, man. People got to learn there, there are a lot of ways. Cuz it's like ways. it's like that person is looking at you like, "Oh, uh okay, it looks like you got somewhere to go." So. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> but, but but it's funny cuz people that also don't understand any of that or don't catch these social cues They'll they'll sit there and keep trying to badger the person that's clearly trying to exit the conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's that's definitely something that has to be there. Uh, speak more about uh, communication, right? Good good communication. Talked about relationships and and confidence. So with all these little underlining themes, mesh them together. Let me tell you. <laughs> And then after this, you can get to anything you, that's been, that's been you, on your mind. What you got, man? What you got? Son, how familiar are you with the idea of cuckolding? Uh, I'm familiar. I mean, you, you I, are familiar. Yeah, I, I go on Pornhub. So. Okay, so you do know of this. Yes, I okay, know what it is. All right, all right. All right. So, so let's get a little bit uh, uh, away from the idea of Okay, so you have man and a woman married or together, right? Right, and the the underlining, I guess, sort of uh, component in it is, or I guess it's not even underlying. I guess like the real component of it is, woman has fun, right? Uh-huh. And and so she has fun and, and seeks sexual pleasure elsewhere, right? But also gets a sense of pleasure from embarrassing or disrespecting her counterpart right right and her well, counterpart, I also i also think a lot of times the men like that as well and the, so i get to the counterpart so in the counterpart well that i think that is the thing i, yeah. I don't think that it, it, it it's cuckolding without it. at that point it's just cheating and now we're getting a divorce <laughs> <laughs> so with that the man likes the disrespect he likes the embarrassment uh-huh. and he is pleased by that so therefore like the, it works right right the relationship works now i've been approached by a woman <laughs> <laughs> I've been approached by a woman, and it's so funny because I, you know, I, I know I told you about another story about being fetishized by an older white woman, right? Uh, and we'll get into that another time. But this is the Latino woman, and I guess she has like some sort of of uh, black man fetish. Uh-huh. Uh She's married, and they have this lifestyle. All right, and she's like, yeah, I, I just. Pretty much, he I, he is teased, and I go and I fuck around. <laughs> what, a <And> <laughs> <laughs> what a life! What a life! What a and and she was like, you know, like sometimes it's kind of weird telling people that, like it's you know what I mean. And I'm just like, listen, I don't, I don't 
tend to just condemn people for their way of life. I try my very best to understand that people are different and I just try to understand where people are coming from and how things are done uh-huh. in, in, in whatever realm they're coming from, right? right? Yeah. And she also said that a lot of the guys, right, that she, lovers that she's been intimate with, love the fact that she's married because they get off, I guess, on some it's, it's about chest, the thrill. gorilla animal about... kingdom thing. It's not. It's the thrill, and it's also the yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> it's 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 the it's the possessiveness about it, uh-huh. and it's just like yeah, I'm having sex with someone else's wife. Yeah, and not only that, but let me talk some shit about this guy. Like you know what I mean? Like again, <laughs> it's just like a who's the biggest gorilla in the kingdom sort of thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? So guys get their beat their chest and, and drag their nuts about it. You know what I'm what? saying? But you ain't never drag their nuts. <laughs> you ain't never, yeah, let, they, let their nuts drag. You never heard. Of go, why would somebody like? Why would that? It's, a, it's an animal. It's an animal kingdom sort of thing. You know, like they're a bit. You know, like chimpanzees. Like, like people have like strong nuts. And it's like letting your nuts drag is sort of like getting. Yeah, I'm out here. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what that phrase. I'm means. just like, thinking about the <laughs> the action of the nuts dragging yeah, before. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's not that's not comfortable. So <laughs> whatever, man. Okay, okay. But you've heard let your nuts hang. Yes, yes. Okay, oh, we can use that one. Yeah. Then that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, if you like take it like literally and think of it, and you get the imagery of it. That's really fucking funny. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. You know what's actually funny? Before we continue on this. Oh my gosh! What about our family listening to this podcast? <laughs> uh, it's it's gonna be interesting, but uh, I they'll, they'll this, be okay. No, no, it'll be more interesting for you because I told you, and that's why I wanted to bring up the roles in the families. Because my role in the family, like I said, is to push and to make people uncomfortable and to talk about the things that are real and are happening that people don't want to talk about. Uh-huh. So this is it's gonna be a lot, but this is kind of expected from me. Look, you look, on the other hand, look, if they can listen to me at age 15, hop on the track and start cussing and all that shit, they can listen to this. <laughs> I guess so. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, um, Latina woman, very beautiful. Um, we, we haven't we haven't done the deed yet. I, I'm, I, you know, I'm still kind of like thinking about it, like logistically. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I just I just oh, hold on. What are, what, are, what are the logistics? Well, RJ, I was talking to RJ about it. He was sort of, you know, do you meet both? Like, first of all, is it the type where he wants to watch? Because there are a lot of questions there. Because <laughs> it doesn't have to be that. It could just be the, oh, I go out, do my thing or whatever, come home, I talk to him, I tell him, he knows about it, I embarrass him, blah, blah, blah. Right? Which is kind of what it seems like it is. What, I, if, what, know, if, she, what if she wants to film it? Are you up with that? See that again. See, there's so many questions, and these are the logistics I'm talking about. Filming, uh, so she can take it back to embarrassing sh- show and embarrass and disrespect him. Right? That's what you mean, right? So, so yeah. that the filming, the weather. Okay, does he want to watch? Do I meet him? If I wanted to go and do this. 
do I just go over this person's house and we just have we just have some dinner first and we talk and, and the dinner I, table? Nigga, I, I hope that, not. Oh, Bo, but I that's what not. I, that's what I'm saying. Well, then you need to we, ask her some we, questions. We, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is all very new. This is only had this is all like past thirty six hours. All right. This is all very very fresh. So that's what I'm saying. Like there are logistics that need to be spoken about. But I'm just saying. It's uh, it's there's definitely there's definitely a lot of components to it, but it's it's, it's interesting because I'm looking at this thing from a million different ways, uh, but it is very, very, very interesting. Yeah, there's there's a, I think I was reading the book when we lived together. Do you remember me ever talking about a book? It's a classic named uh, The Portrait of Dorian Gray. I don't know. I mean, I I, well, I know well, really, Dorian Gray, but I don't. I don't oh, know. you do? Well, not not nothing extensive. It's just well, we'll, we'll just imagine sort of like selling your soul and being able to live young and rich, wealthy, and good looking forever. Okay, right? Seems what's like I mean, what's the catch? What's the catch though? What? Well, well, the catch is that you have to fucking live forever. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, yeah. that's the thing. A lot of people don't think about that. You know what I mean? So, imagine at some point. It's maybe a hundred, maybe two hundred, maybe three hundred years in. What's fun to you? <laughs> what have you let not just, done? Let me you, just backtrack. You, you have you have all the wealth in the world. You can travel. You can do whatever you want. But in three hundred years, what's fun to you? Let me just add, let me let me backtrack for a second. Good. Can this person be killed? Or like, if I were to, if 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 I were to, if if that person, no. Sold, like so, I can chop their head if off. You sli- if you slit, like your that. throat, if you slit your throat, it's just gonna, it's just gonna heal up. It's just gonna heal up. Okay. Yep. You're gonna, right. you're just, you're just gonna wake up. All right. A, co- a couple hours from then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. I, I don't know that I would want to live that long. Um. Well. Here's the thing. At a point in time, you should just watch Penny Dreadful. It's like a uh, like a, a movie. I think it was on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, it's on where, where they where, yeah where they put together like all the different. They put like Frankenstein and you know like werewolves. Dorian Gray makes appearances. Like they just put together all the little creepy shit or whatever uh-huh. in, in the show, and it's fucking awesome. But just imagine what you might start to do sexually after so many years yeah to feel, like, to what feel is, aroused yeah. and sexual pleasure yeah I feel right like, i got you now let's take that idea and pair it with do you believe in old souls when they say oh this person has a very old soul like, you can just tell like maybe they've their spirits already been around for a while they've yeah. done this a couple times right yeah, no I, I believe in that i feel as though i have an old soul yeah i don't know if you see where i'm going with this so far but <laughs> i feel as though because I've always been the one to be made fun of in our chat of the guy that's been a little bit more sexually uh, exploitative or exploitative and explorative. All right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, with a lot of like the shit that I've done, it seems weird to you guys sometimes. I, so I'd like to get to know like what, 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 what is the, I kind of want to ask like what the weirdest thing you've done is. Like, I kind of want to know like what the weirdest thing you've done is, or what the weirdest thing you think you would be into. And you don't have to get super in depth, uh, but just but just lightly speak on something that like you may that you haven't done it that you may you kind of be like, hmm, that's that's interesting. Like I have curiosity about it. Uh, now I'm just trying to think back now. Uh... Oh, we thinking back. I'm saying you could think forward. I don't. I don't know. Like just the entire scope of sexuality 
right? Just like what you think you might be interested in, maybe something you were interested in, in the past and you're not anymore. I don't know. Anything that just speak about something that isn't missionary, <laughs> doggy style, <laughs> cowgirl. Like if I if I could just, I just want something else involved. Whether it's items of like perishables or non-perishables. Oh, wow. Uh, you never done what chocolate strawberries that's easy. Oh, that's done. Well, yeah. I've man, done that. I've, I've done, done that. I've done that. I've done that. But okay. I don't think that's right. I don't think that's like too out of the ordinary though. All right then. So so let me get some. So give me something. One thing, and then I promise I won't ask you anymore. Uh it's I'm not I don't want to say the chocolate because that's so basic. It uh, is basic. Um whew. Definitely use whipped cream, but that's also very basic. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, it is basic. Uh, I don't know. I might be a boring ass nigga. Um, it, that that could that could also be the case. You could also just be comfortable in where you're at. Yeah, I mean, not that. So let me more so try to think on things would do, because, um, honestly, I. If 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 in the right life, <laughs> I okay. Would, I would, yes, and I and I say this because I'm. Uh, no, no, that was definitely intentional. Yes, it was definitely intentional. <laughs> in, the, in the right life, in the right tell life, me what you would do. no, in the, yes. in the right life, I probably would join an orgy or something like that. Mm. I heard uh, from a friend from like California that she went to a party. I forget what they call them. But it's like anything sort of goes. Mm. Now, she said she didn't take part in anything. She just was like really interested and wanted to know like if she would be like she was open to it. Uh-huh. And then once and then once getting there and observing, she realized that she was not about that life. Uh-huh. But just kind of going and just realize, because, you know, they do shit different on the West Coast. <laughs> uh, a bit more open minded about things. Right. Uh, but she said that you just kind of walk in some of these parties and it's just like uh, just a slew of fluids (laughs) just just around just people just you know orgy just anything any little sort of pocket of sexuality or fetish that you could think of is probably in some room in one of these big house parties that are being thrown you know what i mean so i just you know the, the mind can get there you know what i mean like people are very creative what how they want to do things I've been very creative. I've there's been people that I've been and I've been so so thankful for these people in my life through the years, where they've been so accepting of who I am and who they are and very you know confident and comfortable with the situation at hand that mm-hmm. I could literally just sit down and just think, just think of some the next thing I want to try. Okay. The next thing I want to do, and when it comes to mind, I'll send the text through, and that person obliges. Right. So maybe that's why, because you know what I mean. Because I've had yeah. time to sit, and I've and I've also had the leeway of having people. It also means something to be single for like six years. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Because then you you're having like these opportunities. Yeah. Yes. That makes, uh, yeah. 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 Sure. That that definitely changes the game. <laughs> I just yeah, these are things I just I just gotta you know what I mean. It's a lot going on out here, man. So no, I believe it. 
it's, I believe it's, it. It's a lot going on out here. But all right, man. But uh, you know, we're done with all this sort of stuff. I told you I was gonna leave, I was gonna leave that where it was. Go ahead, tell me what's on your mind, man. Tell me what you got. You have any addictions? Fuck yeah, bro. I, my life is an addiction. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought this up. <laughs> Just waiting for someone to ask me this for years. <laughs> damn. <laughs> God damn, I need therapy. Listen, <laughs> I uh, no, I have you. I have an extremely addictive personality. Is what it is. Uh-huh. That's that, that. That's more so what it is. I can I can get addicted to many many things. So I, it's just more so that I I just be uh, conscientious of what it is I'm getting into. Because mm-hmm. if I'm heavy if I'm heavy in the gym, you know what I mean. I'm uh-huh. gonna be in the gym five days a week. If I'm if I'm if I'm reading books a lot, I'm just gonna be knocking books out. So it's just I just have to uh, focus my mind towards the right things. So right. I can just so I can just overly do those and obsess about those and be addicted right. to those. Because if I do you know, start, you know, just like smoking weed or drinking alcohol or popping copious amounts of Adderall or doing this or doing that. I will do those things to the utmost and, and just those sort of things just start to spiral out of control and then it gets wild. But yeah, why do you ask? <laughs> um, because I was in a gas station the other day and I saw this lady, you know, purchasing multiple mega millions and scratch offs mm. and stuff like that. And it just mm. really made me think like, this is like a this is a clearly a billion dollar industry here. And right. it's so interesting that people willingly throw away their money on the off chance that they're going to win a substantial amount of money. Yeah. And I think that it's also affected a lot of people in lower income areas, you know what I'm saying? People that actually don't mm. really don't really need to be spending that money on lottery tickets and i'm just thinking like the, they, they don't they don't have the money to make those types of risks yeah yeah okay yeah pretty much and it's just like i never got into the whole scratch offs the lottery ticket things but i'm certain that there are people that get off of work every day and go to the gas station and buy a scratch off or purchase a percent purchase a lottery ticket and i'm just like that's a hell of an addiction because like i just i cannot bring myself to do that hoping that I'm just going to win. And that's probably why I'm not much of a gambler in any aspect. Right. Um, Because on the off chance that I don't, I mean, I'm sorry, on the, on the chance that I don't win, which is highly likely Mm -hmm. that money is gone. I can't, like, I'm not going to be like, I can replace that money, but the Mm -hmm. one I just gave away, I'm not going to, I can't take that back if I don't, if I don't win, you know? And I just, I just don't, I just don't, it's just crazy how how much people put into that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like my parents, I'm not gonna say that I'm not gonna say they're addicted to gambling, but they go to the right. casino like once a month. But then again, mm. they're in a good place in their lives; they can afford that shit. Right. So you yeah, know, the, yeah, the, yeah. They're not they're not betting they're not betting the rent money. Nah, they're not. <laughs> they're, not they're, they're not they're not betting the mortgage. No, they're not. <laughs> but but my dad will sit at a you know at a poker table all night long and he might lose a couple of hundred you know what i'm saying but i just i think it's i think it's really interesting how people how much money and effort people put into that to net just think about all the people that have been playing for years and probably haven't even won 100 bucks total yeah i'm saying yeah yeah yeah. like um there's no yeah for sure there's not a lot i've been using this word a lot this uh this a lot lately roi there's not a Uh, lot of roi on on investment for people that don't know (laughs) 
there's, there is there isn't a lot there, and I I would just feel very shitty about not winning all the time because that's all the time because that's gonna happen because like even if even if but I, but that's the thing though I don't think that those people don't win all the time I think it's the it's it's that little bit that you do get every now and again that sparks that addiction. But how much is that? Twenty bucks? Like, well, if, if, well, this is actually. I mean, this this conversation goes deep. I mean, there are plenty of people that spend money on things all the time that don't serve them. Uh-huh. The is what a case that somebody could make for this is. This could serve me. You, if you go out and you buy a six pack of beer for ten dollars or whatever, a twelve pack, whatever you're buying. That does not serve you. It doesn't serve you in any sort of way. It really doesn't. I understand, you know what I mean? You relax a little bit. You like to enjoy with a meal. It doesn't serve you. It does not benefit you to drink alcohol. It just doesn't. It's nah. just a fact. It's just, it's just a fact. For people that buy drugs, for people that buy cigarettes, for people that go out and excessively buy clothes, there's a million different ways we can chop this up. Everybody spends money on things that they shouldn't be. Uh-huh. But, I, but, I under, I, but I do understand. I mean, gambling in itself is just, it's just the addiction. It's just the gateway or the more so the, the conduit of addiction. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily the addiction itself. Those people could just as easily be addicted to something else. Uh-huh. They just choose to gamble. I've been at a casino. It was my very first time. It was the MGM. Oh, for with, uh, what was yeah, that? The new, the new one. Where is it? It's down the street, nigga. <laughs> down the street from you. Yeah. Where is it? It's um, it's in, uh, in the National Is that Harvard. Baltimore? Is that, okay, nah, National it's, in, it's in Oxen Hill. Okay, so uh, Oxen Hill, new MGM. I was there, I don't know, I think it was like last year. Uh, my dad brought me, Julian, and my mom to go see, I keep, I keep forgetting this comedian's name, but he's Uncle Elroy from Next Friday. My bad, say that again. Uncle Elroy from Next Friday, whoever that guy is. Yeah. He is the comedian we went to go see out in Maryland last year. Super fucking hilarious. And then after that show, we went to the MGM. They all have their games that they like to go play. I forget what they are, but they all go play certain games. Um, I never gambled before, so they're asking me, "Oh, Earl, what do you want to play? Like, what, what? You know, we can give you a certain amount of money for this. Like, where do you want to go?" And I'm just like, "Nah, keep your money. I'm good. <laughs> I'm gonna go over to the bar and get me uh, fucking. I don't know what I was having. I'm gonna just go have a drink." Uh-huh. Uh, needless to say, by the end of that, nobody made me any money. I think like my brother lost like three hundred, my dad lost like you know four or something like that. Mom probably lost like a hundred something. Everybody lost money. Uh-huh. I was just looking around and I'm just like, so many people are here losing lots of money. <laughs> and I'm sitting at the bar, I'm having my, maybe like my little Captain Morgan and Coke, you know, lime or whatever at the time. I think that's what I was drinking. Never again, but I was drinking that. And I get a tap on my shoulder. Tap, tap, tap. I'm like, oh, God, like, there's no way that this is going to, like, there's no way, this isn't going to be good. There's just no, there's no, I don't want to be tapped on my shoulder in the casino at the bar. (laughs) Look over to my left. It's an older woman, black, maybe 60s. Uh Didn't look like she was in the best of spirits. Oh. I look at her. She looks at me. Excuse me, young man. You uh you you got you got five dollars on you I can get what? Bro, I'm not I I am not 
Do you know what space in life you have to be to be at the casino at the age of 65 asking a stranger at the bar for $5? That's crazy. And so that, it, so if we're speaking to that level or anything close to it, that's, yeah, you're right. That's, that's, that's sad. It's yeah. sad. Very. It's, it's sad. Cause at that point it is, you, she might've been gambling the rent money. At that point you gambling the rent money. Woo. Cause, cause I don't know what she's going through, but that's just not a point that I ever want to be at. That is rough. That is really, really rough. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, like, so when you talk about that lady at the gas station buying a few tickets, I mean, she doing that, but hopefully, you know, but she ain't, it don't seem like she she at the, she at the casino begging people for $5 at the bar, which is just a whole nother level of, of addiction, and, and it's just, a, you know, lack of awareness. Yeah. That's, that's really, really rough. Yeah, I just, you know, because, and I thought about myself, and I was just like, you know, like, what is it that, what, like, what, you know, what, what do I spend money on? Like, and I was thinking mm. about times that I've gone to the strip club and things like that. And I was like, that's really a waste of money, but we do it, you know? And it's not yeah. like I go all the time. So right. I can't really compare that to, you know, someone buying uh, lottery tickets every single day after work because I don't, yeah. I don't go, I don't go often, you know what I'm saying? So, but I think that well, huh? people, al- people allocating their hard earned money towards their desires well one it's a much much deeper conversation of of a lack of fulfillment in oneself Mm -hmm. and needing more and that is how consumerism goes that is how capitalism works which is why america is what it is that's a much deeper conversation but just on its surface you know we all spend money in ways we don't need to i mean if you really take it down to its basic fundamentals anything past Buying the bear, food, <laughs> the bit of clothing that you need, maybe transportation, housing. Past that, you you you're getting excessive. I'm past that. I'm saying I'm not saying that that, that I'm not trying to be the stickler of showing people hey, this. Is the, you're not spending your money wisely. We all do it. I'm just saying. There's a clear difference between needs and wants. And it's just as long as we can differentiate between the two and you can just be real about the fact that, no, I don't need this shit, but I'm going to buy it because it makes me feel good to some degree. Now, what now, whether you want to start to have the real introspective conversation as to why that that material thing makes you feel good or not, that's up to you. But their needs and their wants. So we all fucking do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just it's just to the point where. Addiction, it, it it really gets to the point where okay, is it hurting you? Is it now getting to the point where it is becoming a, a strong detriment to your life and the people's lives around you? Um, that's 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 yeah. the point. So it's like, have you had any of those? Now I ask you that: Have you had any of those where you were doing something a little bit too much and it wasn't good for you, nor was it good for the people that were surrounding you? Nah, I don't think I've ever done anything that had me that bad off that was like okay. fucking up the people around me as well. Like your like your uh, uh, your relationships with them? Um no. no. I mean you might not. You seem yeah, like I mean, but again, going back to the very beginning of this, the dynamic between us. 
I think that's why if there were two yous on this podcast, mm-hmm. if there was someone just as even keeled and moderate, right, as you, it'd be, I don't think it'd be that. It, it wouldn't be this. Right. It, it, I mean, it wouldn't be this. Yeah. And not only would it not be this, but I don't find it being that interesting. <laughs> if there were two me's, it'd be like, ah, oh, yo, this is too much. This is just, this is too much. Like they, <laughs> these people just screaming. At, it's just a lot of passion. It's just too much passion <laughs> at once. Like I need, I can't breathe. Right. You know, it can be suffocating sometimes. <laughs> but because you have like, so because you have me, you and I doing this, you know what I mean? It, I it's think two dynamics. You, you help me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. well. Exactly. Exactly, because I'm always trying to pull you up into the clouds with me, and you're constantly trying to pull me back down and earth me, ground <laughs> me, like nigga, fucking relax, come back, relax. You know what I mean? So, right. So, so we meet in the middle, I think, and it, I think that that's healthy. But going to that, yeah, I think you're a pretty even keel person, so I could I could see that being the case. I just wanted to ask, just in case I didn't know, but I could see that being the case where you've you've never really compromise relationships with someone or or your own the sanctity of your own sanity by continuing to do something that you knew was hurtful i i don't tend to i don't tend to burn bridges very often right um, but i also don't necessarily go out of my way and create them either like i Mm. I stay somewhere kind of in the middle i don't i don't have any issues with people i don't have enemies um, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I have different levels of relationship, you know, just like anybody would, you have acquaintances, you have friends. I know people yeah. that I need to keep at a distance, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, <laughs> so yes, 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 you do. So, you know, I, I think that just levels the playing field for me. I don't like, I don't, and by the, and by, and by the way, that nigga's whack, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but Continue. yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I think that, that, you know, that keeps me grounded. You know what I'm saying? I take, I take risks when I need to take them. Um, yeah. but yeah, I, you know, I think what you said is right. I am very, an even keeled person. Yeah. No, yeah. Not for me. I've, I've, I've done like sort of, uh, sort of experiments on myself because I've always been really, really interested in different states of consciousness, just feeling different ways, just seeing things differently. So I've been to the point where I was just be like, all right, I know that these aren't good decisions, but I'm going to do them because I'm seeing things differently. And I, I, I kind of want to play with that part of my brain. I want to play with that, with that, that mental health, which is very, it's not the greatest thing. And I'm in, I'm in a great space now. But there was in a space uh, a couple months ago while I was, again, while I was talking about, like, the copious amounts of Adderall and just drinking and smoking cigarettes. Like, it was just gotten really, really bad. And For your body. But, but, oh, my God. And No, but not only that, but it's for my body and for my mind. Now, this is where she gets interesting mm-hmm. when it comes to mental health is I seem to have the awareness and wherewithal to know the trajectory of my emotions in my mental health. So I can continue to do, make these bad decisions. And I start to notice me becoming more angry, more sad over time. Me starting to look at people a different way. Me start to treat people differently. Like me start to be, have a worse I don't, off mental health. I don't know that I've ever experienced sad Earl. Well, because usually what you will experience is distanced Earl. <laughs> 
because when I get sad, I will distance myself because then I will start to feel on that spectrum of people don't understand me. Mm-hmm. They don't try to understand me. You know what I mean? And I'll just start to distance myself and be like, fuck it. I'm not talking to nobody. Right. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, so that's, that's kind of that. Or even if I'm sad, I still, I'm still a clown at heart. So I still joke about sadness. Right. You know what I mean? That's still like my outlet. I'm not It's not going to be me just sitting around crying about it or complaining about life. I'm just going to make fun of how sad or detrimental my life is. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> to, to, to the ecosystem recently. But, uh, but, but having, but a key thing again is having that wherewithal because I know when it gets to a certain point of just like danger, I'm like, okay, time to make that U-turn. It's time to start eating healthier. Where are my leafy greens and my vegetables? Where's the gym? Uh-huh. Where, where talks with my grandmother and my friends and family? You know what I mean? Where's the meditation? Where's the this? Where's the that? Like I go straight back to what I know makes me the best version of myself. But the scary part is empathizing for the people that do not have that awareness. Mm-hmm. And they just go down this rabbit hole and they just continuously do things that harm their body and their mind. And they they don't know why they do it, really. They don't know how to stop it. They don't they imagine just not knowing that you can have a different perspective and that things can change. Just imagine for a second, take the time to think about your life just being complete shit. You feeling like shit, your relationships with people being shit, your your work being shit, just things being bad. And you constantly feel on the sadder side of the spectrum, but not even knowing that it is possible for you to not be that. Uh-huh. That's sad. That's sad as fuck. I know people that do not think that. that I know people that think that, that they cannot get out of that. They're like, no, this is life. What are you talking about? Uh-huh. They're like that, that. That doesn't exist. Like you're being, you're being optimistic. You're being, or no, you're being naive to think that things can be great. That things that think that, that your mind can be clear and that all these these toxins that you've allowed to come in can be eradicated. No, you're being naive. That's not life, Earl. Life is sadness. Life is pain. Life is, and it's like to some degree, but to but to just live and revel in that, mm-hmm. to nestle, to nestle in that because you don't know that things can be better for you. Yeah. If you change, if you change some habits, it's, that's, that's it's, really it's sad. Really, it's really about just not being content and also being able to, you know, have some self realization with what, what the hell is going on in your life. Um, yeah, because a lot of people, they, they become content in whatever, whatever it is that they're going through, whether it's detrimental or not, it's also become normal. And yeah. that, right, that's, right, right, that's, right, right. that's the hump that a lot of people fail to get over is just self-evaluate self-evaluation is very underrated. A lot of <sighs> super I, I, people, people don't do enough self-evaluation. Um, you, you really got to look at yourself and say, you know what? This shit ain't right. This shit, ain't, <laughs> this shit ain't for me. I don't, right. know, I don't know what the hell, I don't know how I got here, but it's time to roll out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think people do that enough. They, they allow that shit to become normal, and they don't see any, any gateway out of it. So yeah, yeah. But, no, um, no, no, it's really, it's, it's, I think it's a conundrum. Let me, let me run into my, uh, into my customer service topic, um, here real quick because we gotta, uh, gotta, gotta wrap this up. So go for it. Go um, for it. Go for it. So, of course, I'm at work. You got everybody should know by now. Uh, we're both in customer service. Um, All right. 
I'm at work, right? And these two women walk in and I walk up, you know, they kind of split ways when they come inside. So I say hi to the, to one person, you know, she greets me back. And then I say, mm-hmm. I go a little further into, uh, into my store and I say hi to the other person. Now, just imagine this. It's like a three second pause before she even says hi back to me. In actual three seconds? Yeah. In one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. Yeah, like enough, <laughs> oh, enough yeah. time to think as to whether you okay. know, she wanted to do that or not. Whether she, whether she heard you or not. Yes, yeah, whether she okay. heard me, whether she wanted to respond. Um, Got you. So, you know, in that three, mind already goes to like, okay, this is, this is whack. Like, mm-hmm. and so, but what first is that when she finally did reply and say hi to me, she didn't look my direction. And uh. I think that, <laughs> it's it's natural for when when someone greets you that you uh, look in their direction and you say hello or you know what I'm saying and it's just like yeah. and, it, and it just and, it, and I got to thinking I'm just like I feel like you have to tell your brain that you don't want to look over there in, <laughs> in that in that situation you know what right, I'm saying right like right. like she was like she was fighting instinct yeah like because yeah. who. Who doesn't look up at the person that says hello to them? You know what that I'm saying? Is, yeah, for sure. Like that's so weird to me. Like it's 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 extreme. that's what it yeah. is. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I and I just thought like and it I just was her was her back to you? No, she was so it was like kind of a T. She was the lower okay. end of the T. Oh, I okay, was the okay, horizontal okay. part of the T. So oh, okay. she at least had me in her peripherals. She knew I was right. there. For sure. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like she knew I was there. <laughs> oh, she yeah. the disrespect. But just just think about just think about having like your your the neurons flowing through your brain telling you, you, you we're not going to look over there, even though that person just said just said not not even hi, just anything. I like I uh, spoke to you. My and, and my voice is deep, so I know you heard me. Right. You know what I'm saying right. Like, I'm only about two feet away from you. Like, my voice commands attention. Yeah, you know, so you know I'm speaking to you. You said hi. You just didn't. Yeah, I, yeah. You don't. I don't. I, that is. Yeah, it's like, a little crazy. What is up with people? What? Is, why do? What is going on? Like, I just can't. I could never bring myself to disrespect someone like that. Son, that's the thing, though. I don't even know if. But she. I don't know if maybe she, she doesn't knew, see it that way. I, I don't know if she does. I, I don't know. But then you have to think like, well, what kind of mindset does this does this person have? Like that is what you have to like, think about. Who raised her? Yeah, what household it, was she raised in? Like, is, where, it, is it beneath her to to look me in the eye and say, "Hey, how are you?" You know what I'm saying? You know what? <laughs> All right, we're gonna end it on this. All right, this is gonna take about one minute, two minutes at tops. I because I, I'll. <laughs> I'll raise you on that. All right. <laughs> I was speaking to a woman that I work with, and she was telling me about working at an old country club a long time ago, and how she was driving through the, you know, driving through the holes or whatever, you know, picking up stuff, you know, to, asking people if they need anything. Uh-huh. And she got to, she got to a certain hole, and there was a group of guys there, a group of older white men, you know, hitting. And he, I guess he had he had asked for something. And before she could leave, he pulled out a. F- hold on a second. It, it, I, I hold on a second. I have to really muster up to, to get through this. 
He pulled out a $5 bill and was about to hand it to her and say, thank you so much. Before she could take it, he pulled it back, looked back over his shoulder at his friends and said, this is how I make sure that they come back. Ripped the $5 bill in half, handed it to her and said, now when you get back, you'll get the other half. Wow. Wow. Let that sink in. These people exist, Keon. Why, though? Why do they exist? When she she told me that, you know, I'm very rarely at a loss where I couldn't speak. I had nothing to say. I, I was so... I had nothing to say. What is she supposed to do with that ripped up $5 bill? She handed the 250 that she had back to him and said, no, sir, I'll be back and I don't need your money. And then she drove off in her car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's You got to do that. You, you have to. That, that. You have to. That, is, I, I just. <sighs> that's a whole nother conversation in itself, buddy. But I just wanted to go ahead and. <laughs> Just ended at that, so you know we can we can all just ruminate ru- ruminate on that idea. The disrespect, the di- the disrespect, man, the disrespect. I mean, it's absolute. That was, I got nothing to say. I I, I got I got no, either I have nothing to say or I have another hour to speak. So we need to get off. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need we need to get off. All right, man. What- any 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 last words? Any last words? Yes, man. Rest in peace to the God, Kobe Bryant, his yes. daughter, all the oh, people in that plane crash. Absolutely. It's extremely tragic. Helicopter crash. Hel- yeah, helicopter crash. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Absolutely. Um, and it's just like, damn, Kobe. Like, I just, I, you know, you never expect people to go out like that. Like, Kobe's a legend. You, you know, mm-hmm. you, you want these niggas to live forever. And mm-hmm. I just, I can't imagine what any of those people from any of those families are going through right now. But absolutely not. RIP to the GOAT, man, and everybody and, else. And, 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 and on that, some people would say that he will live forever. You know, he will. Um, he will. And, just not and, physically. Yes. Not, yes, not in the physical form. And my, my, uh, my last words would be don't be a fucking asshole, man. <laughs> like just 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 sometimes just take a second to think. If you're not that quick on your feet, and you know who you are, if you're not that quick on your feet with with witticisms and things like that, then just it's it's okay to take a second to think about what it is you're about to say or do next. Yes. It's oh it is completely okay. I'll wait. <laughs> I will wait for you to not be an asshole. <laughs> I will. That that is all. It's okay. Thank you so much. It's okay man. to be good. It's okay to be yeah. a good person. It's nothing yeah, wrong. With yeah, that. it's all right. Yeah, don't be afraid of it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Thanks. Thanks for doing this again. Audi. Five thousand. This was great. This was a great one. This is awesome. Oh yeah.